everybody, it's uh, Wednesday, May 22nd, year 2013, I'm on series, we're making a couple of sound adjustments, we're going to call Patricia, really quick here, on this wonderful station of ours, there we go, we're going to play that one, let's say a prayer and then we'll call, we'll Skype Patricia, dear Lord, thank you for the opportunity of being here, bless Bill and Kim if they got home safely, thank you for that. Thank you for all our friends out there, the people who support us, and thank you for this wonderful country. Uh, we think about the people who have died for this country as we're getting close to looking upon Memorial Day, the coming weekend. We ask in Jesus Christ's name, Amen. Please stand <laughs> And hello, she is there. Hello there. Hello, how are you? Happy, I'm what are we? It's Wednesday. 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 <laughs> I'm losing track of my days. Uh, well, long, long they can hear your sweet voice. They know everything's all right in the world. Oh, you are so good to me. I try to be. You are so good, sir. No. <laughs> no, no, sir. No, no. Us, sir. No. Oh. So what are we doing tonight? We're taking some phone calls at 714-545-2071. I better hang up the phone. That way people can call. Aha. <laughs> uh-huh. uh-huh. uh, well, I'm glad you discovered it. Well, see, they just, discovered it. they're just running off the hook. That's good. Hello there. You're on with they're Patricia. They're running off the hook. You are on the hook. You want me to hang up I'm, you can call back? And I'm... <laughs> <laughs> and I'm wide awake. I know you are. How how could that be? I don't know. It's evolving in Hawaii. It's um, 4.30 in the afternoon. So have you had dinner already? Not yet. So, um, what are we having for dinner tonight? I'm going to go out to dinner. <gasps> I am celebrating. <clears throat> I'm helping this friend of mine celebrate her birthday tonight. Uh-huh. They're going to have a surprise. She doesn't know, but I'm, and I'm going to play some um, tunes that she likes to make her happy as a birthday present and uh-huh. a gift certificate from this store that she loves to go to, Sephora. Oh, we're going to have a good time tonight, yeah. So I think it's nice that she doesn't know because it's a surprise. Nobody should know ahead of time about surprises. Have, uh, now... Have any I'm of you? Dousing him. He ha- said it's I know. A surprise. Ha- she doesn't know about it. Have you? Any of you ever had a surprise birthday party thrown for each other? 
I've never had one. How about I you? I threw one one time that was spectacular. How about you, Ron? Have anybody ever surprised you with a birthday party? Oh, yeah, I had one. And were you surprised? Tell me about uh, it. Yeah. Well, hang on. I'm going to get rid of this car. I'll, I'll come okay. get lost. <laughs> All the earth stops when Patricia and Walden are here. That's funny. Uh, All right. So well, we had, a, we had a surprise birthday party for my uh, dad's 50th and my mom. Oh, well, are you my, there? Yeah, he's back. Hi, Ron. Ah. Well, let's start again. Hi, Ron. It's good to hear All from right. you. How are you doing? No, I did have a surprise party, and I was surprised, and it was nice. Um, <clears throat> and so me and my wife invited some friends and threw me a surprise party. It was really good. We started the party around 12 midnight. <laughs> well. You started at midnight? Because I, I was working till 11.30, so, you know. Well. But I, it was a, like a dessert party. So, the question is, did you sleep through your party? I mean, normally you're, just, you're about ready to go to oh, bed. No, see, that time I was young, and you know, because when I was younger, I mean, man, my my um, adrenaline, you know, never stopped, you know. So, you're telling me, because now you're up there, you, you get poop out. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, hey, um, I think my envelope is full, Patricia. I think I've asked for enough, too many stuff, actually. So I'm not going to request any more things because I think you've um, filled all my stockings already. Well, I think if you have something else that you would like, you'd better ask me now because it gets sealed tomorrow. Uh -oh. Wait, let, let, let's go over the list real quick, real quick. All right, hold on. Oh, the Ron's list. Okay. The Ron's list. The Ron's wish list. By the way, everybody, I want to give two plugs while Patricia. We, Larry and I talked to John Wilder today, the terrific radio actor. Uh, he was in the younger days, he was Johnny McGovern. He has a brand new film out coming June 1st. It's going to be on the Hallmark Channel, and it's based upon Norman Rockwell. Really? So, yes, and so if you love, it'll be 9 o'clock Eastern, 9 o'clock West Coast, around the country. Uh, he wrote this in 1987 for NBC, and they loved the idea, so they asked him to paint, uh, picked out another story. So he picked, he looked through Norman's painting and picked out another story. And this one is uh, starring Danny Glover and People Coming Home. And it's based upon the barbershop. If you've ever seen a Norman Rockwell painting, around the old-fashioned barbershop. This oh, my goodness. He did some great work around the barbershop. So, he had so, a little boy and yep. he had a man. Oh, yeah. So, so 9 o'clock Eastern, right? right. 9 o'clock June 1st. That's a week from this Saturday. And uh, he, he said, I wrote the thing a year and a half ago and I saw the premiere last and I cried through it. So, it, uh, so he's, a, he's, a, he's a great friend of Gordon McMillan. And now how come he saw the premiere last night? Well, he did. He because he he wrote it, directed it, produced it, so they were double checking before they showed it nationally. So, so but we had him. We recorded it today, and he talked about that, and all his great days on radio. So uh, I just want to promote that. If you wanted to have a warm-up show 
before Patricia Wong comes on Saturday night, June 1st, tune in to the Homework Channel. Now, that's 3 o'clock my time. Yeah. In the afternoon. In the afternoon. Yeah. So, that's great. Yeah. And I got the Hallmark travel on channel on my television. All right, let's go to the list. All right, let's go to the list. You've got the Canadian shows that you wanted, Quentin Nichols and the Canadian Nero Wolf. Uh, you asked for Idiot Weekly. I also tossed in the Goon Show. Bold oh. Venture, Air Adventures of Jimmy Allen, Mert and Marge, Guiding Light, <clears throat> excuse me, Mary Noble, The Les Paul Show. Topper is the only one left to do, and I just pulled him out today. First Nighter, you want 48 to 50 of Lum and Abner with the half-hour shows. Um, forecast, 21st Precinct, The Scarlet Pimpernel, Big Story, Greatest Story Ever Told, Dangerous Assignment, and The 11th Hour. That's enough. That's, that's a fuel envelope. Lick it, send it off to Hawaii, and you've done a, more than a fabulous job. You don't want another one? Oh, no, 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 no. All right, I'll find something special for yeah, you. I am so impressed. I, I'm, I'm, you'll be receiving some stuff from me, too, and um, I will email you and let you know when it's on its way so that you can buy some more grain and hay <laughs> for the pony. I know when to stop at the mailbox with the goodies. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Hey, well, Wally and Patricia, you guys are, are such a wonderful team. I hate to break break you guys up, but one day it'll be the Ron and Patricia show, Walden, and, you know, I, well, I'll play a little for you. Well, you can have it as a guest. You can have it as I have to thank Bill Brad tonight. He called me, and he said, oh, you guys have anything planned for the rest of the week? And I said, and well, we do. But we can be, no, no, no. I want you guys to go on for the rest of the week. So, uh, I think it looks like Bill and Mike are about ready to make their triumphant return on Monday. So, oh, boo. I'm going to Wednesdays. Oh, boo. Bill, can we keep Wednesdays? Yeah. yeah. I like Wednesdays. We want Wednesdays. Yeah. Uh, I'm only kidding. It would be nice to have Bill and, um, Mike to back. Mike, Bill, I see, Bill and Perry Mason. Yeah, that would be nice to have that back. Yeah. And Bob White. But you know come. what? Mm -hmm. I, it's always fun to to chew the fat with the, the two of you because we always seem to find something to laugh about. That's true. You guys have a good one. You and too. I'll be listening to you guys finish at midnight Eastern Standard Time. Aloha. Aloha. You are so good for staying with us. Aloha. And he's gone. He's gone. And speaking of Topper, uh, Ann Jeffries, we're gonna, I'm going to talk to her next week. we got an interview uh -huh. set with Ann Jeffries. And although you're a fan of the Lassie TV show, I just got confirmation that we'll be talking to June Lockhart. The gal, oh, my The goodness. mother. Yes, yeah, she is coming on. And those of you, another surprise Kathy Grisby uh, of the famous gymnastic who wound up being Peter Pan for the last 40 years. Rigby for all those years. She's coming on the station. So, oh my gosh. Yeah. It's, and they're, all, they're contacting me 
Hello there. Oh, you're, I love it. Hello there. You're on the air. Hello, Walden. Hello, Patricia. Hey, Jim. Well, hi, Jim. How are you doing? Oh, pretty good. Quiet day today. Not too hot. Not too cold. It was like that bowl of porridge. It was just right today. Yeah. Just right. This now, is Jim in California we're talking with. Pittsburgh, California. Now, who wrote The Three Little Bears? Well, I don't know. I know it was, an old, it was in a book of old English fairy tales at one time. I'm almost saying that's got to be the most, one of the most famous, I would say in the top three. You know, there's three little bears. I, I, you know, I think we, and the three little bears. Yeah, I think that's got to be in our, as, as a kid, in the top three well-known stories for kids. But there were three famous stories of three that we were all read and heard records of when we were little. Okay, what are they? The three bears. Yep. The Three Little Pigs. That's right. The Three Billy Goats Gruff. I don't know that one. The Three oh, you Billy. Don't? No. Oh, okay. I don't know that one, Jim. That was the one where the three, well, the Billy Goats lived in a meadow and they were running out of grass and they wanted to cross a bridge that a troll guarded. Okay. And how they outsmarted the troll. Huh. I, and Billy Goat Gruff did it, yeah. I don't yeah. know that one at all. I'm going to have to ask my mama to read me, read me that when she gets home tomorrow. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> she might even remember it from, she might even not have to read it. She might just remember it. Yeah, it's probably true. Uh, one reason I called is there was an obituary last week, and I don't, I, he wasn't a celebrity, but he, but and I don't remember his full name. My friend said he saw it on television. Mm -hmm. His name was Bob, and I forgot his last name, but he invented something that many of us use all the time. Toothpaste? Sticks. What do you invent? Fish sticks. Oh. The inventor of fish sticks passed away last week. Walden just probably didn't keep track of that one. Well, I, you know, that's, uh, for a while, when the big people eat salmon around here, I have fish sticks, so I'm... Oh, I, really? Yes. You do eat fish sticks? Yes, oh, I, I do. Do you like fish sticks? Well... Um, when to put on the plate, I will eat them. Yeah. My niece loves them. I like fish sticks. My well, niece loves them. Well, if they have french fries next to them, I'm happy. I don't know if he was, I don't know if he was, Mrs., I don't know if he was, if he got Mrs. Paul started or not, but. When, not when. What was, Do you what know was the that? circumstances around the creation of the fish sticks? What was his name? I don't know. Do you do know you, how do you it know what the circumstances were, how it came about? No, I just heard, I just she just she had just heard it on the news that the inventor of them. Hmm. I I know that they uh, and I don't even know what kind of fish is used in fish sticks. Well, it had to be Todd? a it got to be it got to be a really small fish in order to be stuck in that yeah, right, stick. Stuff them in there. Is it yeah. cod? Codfish? Yeah, probably. Yeah, that. Yeah, because I've had cod patties, and they're kind of breaded, you know. Yeah, yeah, and they, they don't have a strong taste. All right, yeah. The Three Bears, Obi and The Three Bears. Yeah, okay. Um, it was written by a British author and poet, Robert Suffley, in 1837. I didn't think we were going to find an author. I thought it was going to be one of those, gee, it's been around for a million yeah, years, we don't know who wrote it. What year, 1537? 18. Uh, 1837. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. 
and you know, in the original English fairy tale, mm-hmm. when I read, well, I. When I heard it, first heard it as a child, she was just a little girl that got lost and went into the Three Bears' house. In the original English fairy tale, she was almost treated like a juvenile delinquent, kind of, like she wanted to really steal the spoons, and the, the original story did not think Goldilocks was a very nice little girl. Oh, wow. Well, I, I just came across something else. He wrote it, uh, it was published in 1837 for the first time, but he wrote it much earlier than that. And there's evidence, let's see, um, about the three bears. There, uh, a woman named Eleanor Muir fashioned a handmade booklet for her nephew's birthday, and that was in 1813? 1813, no, Sudley was telling the story in 1813 to his friends and children. So it's at least 1813. Oh, that means... I guess that's 200 years. 200 years. Now is celebrate the bears. That's right. right now, is, is porridge... I've always heard different debates on this, I mean, mm-hmm. discussions on this. Is porridge considered more of a soup or a cereal? <laughs> well, I always in my, I as, don't a, know. as a kid, I always thought it was like oatmeal, a version of oatmeal. But I don't know. Well, let's see. Before I go to fish sticks, let's go to porridge. <laughs> you know, all this, all this practice that Patricia and I spent all afternoon, I can just guarantee she's looked up porridge all I mean, afternoon. I am so prepared for this show. Perfect <laughs> Scottish porridge recipe. That ought to give us a hint, right? It should. All right. Let's see. Scottish porridge. That'll work. All right. Discover the healthy and nutritious breakfast dish. When something starts out with healthy and nutritious, it probably tastes like cardboard. (laughs) Yes. Um, Let me see. We've got, do you know what pinhead oats are? Nope. Well, rolled oats. We talk about oatmeal. Oh, yeah. No, the the cooked kind of oatmeal and rolled oats. Right. Okay, so it's oatmeal and water or milk to thicken. That's all. It's oatmeal. Okay. Well, I mean, that's a big recipe. You were right, Walden. It says you can serve in warm bowls with maple syrup, brown sugar, golden syrup, or a teaspoon of jam, as preferred. Jam? A teaspoon. Why would somebody put a teaspoon of jam on a bowl of oatmeal? Maybe I eat too much oatmeal. Well, you know, the whole... When I eat oatmeal, I want a bowl of oatmeal. I like oatmeal. I love oatmeal. My mom always said, the the oatmeal is good for you because it sticks to your rib. Now, that's that's another great white tail. and I wonder... Where that expression came from, probably That's true. from someone who never passed an anatomy class. <laughs> yeah, I never liked hot cereal. I always preferred, as you know, as I've heavy mentioned to you, I always like dry, cold cereal. Yeah, and you don't put milk on it either. No. All right, fish sticks. Now, 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 Jim, would you have a glass of milk with that dry now, cereal? Sometimes I might have a glass of milk with it, or. So, so do you ever you ever take a, a piece of cereal and dunk it? No. It, you are definitely playing it straight down the middle, aren't you? Yeah. You yeah. don't mix your liquid and your cereal at all. It's funny, though, because as a child I always liked and still occasionally like vanilla wafers with milk on them. Well, sure. That seems good. I mean, that seems very logical. They're good for dunking. Yeah. 
Now, okay, is it is it okay to take the vanilla wafer and split it apart and eat the filling before you dunk it? I don't know. I we just, my mother just put them in the bowl and just poured the milk on them. Oh. Well, that's pretty good. I mean, it, it saves a mess. You don't get your fingers gunky. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's see. Fish sticks okay. are a type of food probably invented in the United Kingdom. They are made of white fish like cod and battered or breaded. They're often eaten with tartar sauce. I like that. I do, too. Uh, cocktail sauce or ketchup. That's fish mine, sauce. ketchup. The history. You like yours with ketchup? Yes. Um, let's see. Fish sticks first came about as a result of the invention of the plate froster. I gather this is probably something from England we're looking at. I don't know what a plate froster is. I don't eat it. <laughs> or the, uh, the first quick freezer. <clears throat> I don't know. To ensure rapid freezing. Oh, okay. Plate froster. They're talking about frozen food. Mm -hmm. To ensure rapid freezing, food needed to be in slim rectangular slabs. A suitable candidate for this freezing method was fish sticks, slivers cut from large fish then dipped in breadcrumbs for frying. Well, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. In Britain, in the 1950s, most of the herring catch was pickled and exported to other North European countries. In an attempt to make herring more appealing in the home market, companies tried to present it in a new way, creating herring fish sticks called herring savories. This is British because of the, of the way they spell savories. Called herring savories, and they were tested on the market against a bland control product of cod sticks sold as fish fingers or fish sticks. Shoppers in Southampton and North Wales Oh, South Wales, I'm sorry, showed an overwhelming preference for the cod. Codfish sticks were first produced in Great Yarmouth and introduced in Britain on September 26, 1955. Doesn't say who did it, though. Yeah, I don't know who this the man was. My friend told him I saw it on, MSNB, or on NBC Dateline yeah. and mentioned last Friday. Well, all right, let's see. Okay, G.O. Lead singer Damien Kulash claims that his grandfather is the inventor of the modern fish stick. What do I know? You know what? I, you know, well, I don't know anything about fish sticks. That's fair. I did know it was cod. You um, sure so did. You so good. I knew it, that was one out of a million. <laughs> I never was a great tartar sauce fan, ever, so I always like, even when I order a fish sandwich, which is rare at, say, McDonald's, uh -huh. I will have it with ketchup. With ketchup. I like to mix a little bit of ketchup with um, tartar sauce. That makes a nice combo. I don't like tartar sauce by itself, either. But yeah. I, I like it mixed up a little bit. Okay, okay so what, what, uh, what, make, what makes up uh, the second one, the... Um, Tartar sauce? No, no, not tartar, not cap. Remember, they gave three choices: cocktail, cocktail sauce. sauce. What cocktail made up? Sauce. What's what made up a it, cocktail? It's, it's a tomatoey type thing. Like with, um, if I were making a similar thing, I would use ketchup and horseradish. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I I tasted cocktail sauce, but I never knew where it was made. I always when I had my sight, I knew it looked red. I always remember yeah. it being red. Yeah, it's ketchupy mm -hmm. with horseradish. 
And it's good. That's it's a good, good. combination. You were talking good. last Saturday or Friday, and uh, I couldn't get through, but mm-hmm. you were talking about what you liked on your hamburger. Yes. My choice is always ketchup and mustard. Both of them. Isn't that interesting? Why don't you uh, just not, I'm not a mayo fan. there for the heck of it? Not a mayo fan. You're not a mayo fan. Okay. Now, okay. So no vegetables, no veggies, no pickles, no. Nuts. Oh yeah, well pickles and sometimes some. Well, if they put lettuce or pickles on, that's fine. But sometimes I have those separate. Okay. Well, I've got some questions before we have to hang up because we're on a short show again tonight. Okay. Oh, by, and by the way, I, I just thought of one more comment for you. We were talking last week about stars. On, did radio shows, movie stars? Yes. Yeah. I thought of one more. Well, two more. There was the one with Fred McMurray and Irene Dunn called Bright Star. That's which true. Was pretty good. Good show. And Tyrone Power had a show called Freedom USA. That's true. Where he played a U.S. senator. That's right. It was a syndicated show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and, Fred, and Edwin Fred C. Fred Hill, the newsman, was the narrator. Fred McMurray did My Three Sons, which was a very successful series. Right. I forgot about him. Thank you. Okay, okay here now. we go. Monday. Monday was Be a Millionaire. You can have a choice. I've got two questions. Be a Millionaire Day, and tomorrow is Lucky Penny Day. On Be a Millionaire Day, if you were suddenly a millionaire, and I I don't want to hear, well, I would give it away, you are in charge of a million dollars, and you get to designate where that million dollars go for a foundation, and then you have to go back and tell the board where it went. Where would you distribute the million dollars? Let me think. Well... Could I use yesterday USA? Certainly. I, I think Bill Bragg would love you if you did. Yeah. You're going to give him the That would family. be nice. Yesterday USA would be a good thing. Okay. That You're not going to give him the whole thing, right? Oh, well, I, I could. Well, let's see. I, I could do that. Part of that could go to yesterday USA. Maybe part of it would go to... Oh, let me think. A... Well, whenever you hear about a, like a, you always hear news that a that some place is going to close that that keeps poor you know seniors or old people you know you hear about homeless shelters yeah. closing yeah. or whatever uh-huh. because of lack of funding. I guess if I had some extra money, I would use some of it. If I heard there was some place that was imminently in danger of closing, I'd probably donate it to the local place. Excellent choice. Good choice, Jim. But certainly yesterday USA would be on the list. Excellent choices, both of them. Okay, you're elected. You can be president in charge of a million dollars. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, then now, the owner's own, now the big challenge is getting the million. I guess that's the big challenge. <laughs> and my mother used well, to know, I mean, by the way, when, when we used to watch The Millionaire on television, mm-hmm. uh-huh. my mother, when we'd be short of something and we couldn't buy something, my mother used to always say, well... Maybe Mr. Anthony, my meaning Michael Anthony, will pay us a visit this week for a million dollars. Yeah. Oh gosh, wouldn't that be super? Um, yes. Well, Jim, do you do you want a question tonight? Uh, I can't think of anything. Um, I I know I know you're getting things ready for my friend Ron and everything. His envelope is finished. Okay. We need to send something to you though. I can't. Let me think. What am I in the mood for? Keeping all your stuff away. Days? 
Let me think. Yeah, you've got gangbusters in an envelope. Right, there's that. Maybe, uh... Are there any newscasts you come, aqu- come across, Patricia? That might no, be... No. Okay. I haven't. And I, I do keep an eye out yeah. for that. Uh, let's see. How about... I can't, I can't think of... How about You Are There, Jim? I mean, have you gotten all the You Are There shows? All the what? You Are There? Oh, yeah, You Are There. My, a friend of mine sent some to me. In okay. fact, I don't okay. know if I have all of them, but... All right, well, I will send you what I have, and I will hope that there's something new in there for you. Okay, that's good. And by the way, that's a okay. great show, by the way. Yeah, it's a great show. And I want to wish you all a pleasant evening. Thank you. And keep up the good work, and I'm glad Bill and uh, Bill, Bill and Kim got back to Texas. They safe did. And they sent me an a email. nice visit to California, and I'm glad your 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 studio is working out okay, and John and Larry's as well. Yep. And I'm glad all that got accomplished. And by the way, I'm glad you all had a nice time honoring Frank on Sunday. It was fun, and uh, Larry and I was listening to part of it, and you'll get to hear the entire broadcast this Friday. Um, this coming Friday. Yeah. Yep, and uh, so that will be a lot of fun. And I've been messing with my new studio, so you're going to hear some of my new bills and whistles this week. Well, by the way, I, I just I'll, before I forget it, we've set it for June 14th. So. Okay, good. So I was thinking about uh, that. So uh, the um, annual monitor show this year will be on Friday with Jim and Dennis, which along, along with John and Gloria. Boy, I can't speak tonight. I can't get any of my vowels out there. That's because we're getting fired. You're all upset. I, I guess know. So. I well, anyway, you all keep up the good work. Thank you, Jim. Thanks, Jim. You have a great night. Sure thing. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye. Bye-bye. All right. All right. Where would you give your million dollars? Now, you I mean, you just can't say, I'll give it away. You have to say where it's going because you're in charge of a foundation here. Um... I would definitely have I definitely have a uh, a tug for the poor and the and the homeless. I would like to be able to um, pick pick spots around the globe that I think people could use it, you know, locally and things. Um, and anyway, that, that, that bothers me about people living on the streets and who don't have enough to eat, and so. Um, those are those are uh, those are the big ones. Those are two, and then uh, I think also lately it's been the uh, um, the abuse of children, and we've mm-hmm. been hearing, and that just that that's, that's well, a hard that's a hard one to me for me who lived in you know in uh, I seen Harriet home. It's just unfathomable to think it's, about. It's off your off your chart. Yeah. Hello, Dave. Who's there? You are in the air. Yeah, hi. I told you I wouldn't call tonight, but I'm calling anyhow. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're calling anyhow. You want to tell me what you're going to do with a million dollars, or did you call to talk about something else? Yeah, well, I have a favorite charity up here, uh, right right near where I live, and it's called the uh, Ralph Preservation Fund. Ah, I like that yeah. one. We, we, would, we would give a lot to that. <laughs> What are we going to What are we going to preserve? Um, no, we we need we need. Um, let me think here. For I'll have to think of the way I, I put this. We have to have some kind of explanation on paper of what this money is actually going to do, not only where it goes. I think it, yeah, it would probably just be used to keep me in the lifestyle that I'm accustomed to. 
Or I thought I thought it's gonna be a, a while that like, uh, Ralph take people on boat trips onto the local. Oh, uh, I love that. Yeah, that's what I, I like, thought. We're kind of looking in the philanthropic area, so maybe Ralph is a good target for philanthropy. You know, uh, taking people on boat trips. Tony and I and the family, you know, we water skied for like almost forty years. Wow. I can't count the number of kids that we took out for the first time and taught them to water ski. And it was always fun. You have a funny story about somebody not quite able to get up on the skis or somebody, you know, falling down? <laughs> any any stories like that, Ralph? Yeah, we, we were out on uh, Oyster Bay and uh, there were three guys with a boat and they had one in the water and they, he had the water skis on he wasn't ready to move right away, the wind was blowing, and the boat drifted closer, and he got about 25 feet of slack in the line. And when he told the boat to go, they, they tore her out, and the time the 25 foot of slack come up, he went flying in the air. He, he looked like, oh uh, my God. like a small airplane. <laughs> was he all right? Yeah, he, he was... <laughs> I mean, can you, I mean, that's like, his shoulder should have been dislocated. Holy crap. Yeah, he comes flying out of the water, and he, he's still hanging onto the rope, and he kind of looked like a turtle. You know, you can see the <laughs> Oh, my word. Oh, my. That, that, that's my favorite water ski story. That's a great story. You apparently have a good track record in getting people up on water skis, people who couldn't do it. Some people pop right up. It's amazing. And other people are disasters. They got, yeah, you, they, you got to drag them. They drag the bottom for a quarter of a mile. <laughs> That's me. That's me. I have been on the back end of a lot of boats, but I have never been up on the skis. Oh, really? Really. Well, you oh, we would take here? you. Pardon? We would take you. you you'd learn. <laughs> Either that or I wouldn't get in the boat, right? <laughs> Jeez. Actually, uh, so you know, we always had fast boats. Now we have a patio boat. We kind of kind of slug around the lake, but it's very enjoyable. And you got room to lay down and uh, take it easy if you want to, and uh, yeah. you can fish if you want to. But water skiing wouldn't work with that. So what? I, the, I don't think so. I've never water skied. So what's the secret? Is it make sure the tip is up? Is it make don't sure? Don't let go of the rope. Yeah, is it the not yeah, you, you gotta keep the, you gotta keep your knees bent and the tips up and, okay. and uh, the skis parallel. Okay. And if you if you do all that, you, you you're almost certain to get up. You need a fast boat too. Yeah, yeah. When we had did water skiing, we had boats that would do you know maybe thirty five, forty miles yeah. an hour. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you could really roll people up with that. When you put it forward, you cannot sort of kind of creep up to getting on plane. Mm -hmm. You can't do that, Ralph. No, you, you gotta, you gotta, either you get up or you don't, that's for sure. There are some people out there who think going slowly and being gentle is a good thing when you're teaching somebody to water ski in the back end of the boat. doesn't work that way. No, no. Yeah, that was, that was a whole bunch of fun. <laughs> oh, it sounds like it. So, but your million dollars now, 
you're you're in charge of a foundation. You're just going to award this money to yourself? Nah, no, that would that wouldn't be fair. I, I think I give a big portion of it to uh, to Tony's church. There you go. As Tony's church is, you know, it's part of the ceiling just started to fall down. They they need help. Yeah. And uh, it's not like the insurance that they have isn't going to do the total job. So like that. I don't know. I don't know who else. My God. But she's, you know, she's um, she's Catholic, and I'm not. I'm, I I came from a Protestant family. Right. But I've been I've been supporting her church for over fifty years. So I don't know. Maybe they make me an honorary member or something. <laughs> yeah, I think I think they should do that at least. You. Yeah, she's over here. No, no, no honorary. No honorary. You got to be the real thing. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh. That's funny. Anyway. Yeah, I just thought I'd give you a quick call. I hate to pass up talking to you. There you go. Ah, uh, you're so good. Thank you. Tony says hi. Hi, Tony. One night we're going to have her on the phone. You're going to allow that to happen, yes? Oh, she just she, she can get on any time she wants. She's just, she's just a little bashful, I guess. Look at her. She's blushing now. <laughs> Tony is bashful. I'll have to work on that one. <laughs> she can hear what you're saying. So don't say nothing bad about her. <laughs> I know she can. So, hi, Tony. You have yourself a wonderful week. Thank you. There you go. There she is. There's our Tony. Hi, Tony. So, what do you guys have? Have you guys had dinner yet, Ralph? Or is oh, that... yeah, yeah. So, what did they wind up cooking? Oh, we had the legendary tube steak with some uh, some uh, grilled onions and, and beans. Uh, kind of a, it was kind of a nice dinner, really. Sounds good to me. Oh, yeah. Right, would you put that on the list for when Walden and I get out there? I'd love to taste that. Yeah. What do you think, Walden? Yeah. That's a good one? Oh, yeah. Tony okay. wants to know when so she can get her menu up. There you go. Uh, well, <laughs> you're going to give us a menu to choose from? Whoa. This is good. Um, could we have cannolis on the menu? You know, we bought the, the deep fryer. Yeah. And you need that to make the cannoli shells. Yeah. We haven't gotten around to it yet. We did onion rings and, and shrimp. Okay. In the, in the beer batter, and oh, they were great. So if you know when we're coming, then it will be an impetus to, to get yourselves moving on testing out the cannoli makers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're okay. going to make them soon. Perfect. And when okay. I do... What we do, we're going to send the shells to you with the recipe for the filling. Oh, perfect. So oh, nothing will go bad on you. you. You start out with like, all like that. sugar, right? <laughs> Say that again, Ralph, please. I said that and stuff like that. And stuff like that there, yeah. <laughs> cool. Very cool. Do you want a question? Sure, I do. Oh, good for you. Who was Mike Clancy? Say again? Mike Clancy. Oh, uh, Mr. Keene. 
you know, you guys are just getting too smart. Who is this partner? Uh, yes. You the are The song was Someday I'll Find You. That's right. Oh, my gosh. Is there anything? What was Mr. Keene's first name? Mr. Keene's first name. I think I don't know that. Neither do I. I don't he was a famous investigator. I know that because they, <laughs> they said it every five minutes. Wait a minute. He was the, yes. kind, the kindly old famous investigator. Yeah. The kindly famous old investigator. investigator. Yeah. Oh, are you Mr. Keene, the famous investigator? Yeah. Oh, yes, yeah. Mrs. Jones. Well, Mr. King, this is good. This is Mike Clancy. Hello, Mike Clancy. Mike Clancy, would you do this for us? Oh, thank you, Mike Clancy. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, Mike Clancy, uh, that was a pretty cool show. I, it's a fun show. It's so bad it's fun. I ought to put that one in my terrible Yeah, it, it might fit into that category. <laughs> right. But, it, but it's fun to listen to. Oh, I, I always enjoyed it. It's, it's, Frank Pussy loves it. Jim Cox loves it. There's a lot of people that love the show. And I guess yeah. it's, it's got that quaintness about it. You it, know? it, it is. It yeah. is. It's a magical You know, uh, Tony and I both, we, we never really cared for Phil Harris and uh-huh. Alice Faye. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, and we listened to the disc a couple of times, and now we're real fans. I, I think part of it is Elliot Lewis. What do you think? Could be. It's great writing, though. They, they, oh, it is great they, writing. They had great writers on that show. Just yeah, I, I like uh, I like Julius. Oh. Hey, Julius Abruzio. Yeah. Julius was great. Boy, I'll tell you, Walter Tetley was a man of a million voices and characters. He could do anything. Yeah, I, I looked him up on the Internet and actually seen some pictures of him. Uh-huh. Uh, and, you know, they, they, they cover probably 20, 25 years yeah. of his life with different photographs. He didn't change much, did he? No. No, they said he had some kind of a, something that held him back from developing. Yeah, some grand, some, some grand issues or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know. T- I think he was a very talented guy. Oh, yeah. Oh. Wonderful. And he always looked. Sad. Every picture, even when he tried to force a smile, he just had this sadness about his face that was heartbreaking. Yeah, you know, I, I never heard a, a bad word about the guy. He must have been nope. a good guy. Mm-hmm. I haven't either. Well, okay, now what do I have to put in your envelope before you go? Well, we're on, we're on the uh, we're on the Gildersleeve tear. We're on a Gildersleeve tear. Yes. Hold on, um, We are on something here. Hold on. <laughs> I got all of this good stuff here. You are up to. Um, don't go away. Uh, one, two, three. You're up to. Number four. So you've got one, two, three, four, five, six. So you'll have seasons seven and eight. I've got two seasons on each well, DVD. How many? Uh, how many do you have, Patricia? A lot. A how lot. many do I have, Walden? Uh, we have we thirteen years. Thirteen? Yeah, I think thirteen. Was it, oh, is it that long? Oh my. Oh, oh then we yeah. don't have the last couple. Uh, we no. have Spotty. You know, it was on. We have over five hundred shows. 
Wow. And I was talking today to Johnny Wilder, Johnny McGovern, and he was telling me he played Craig Bullard. If you remember Next, uh, oh, yeah. Was, yeah. Next Door Neighbor, it was played uh-huh. by uh, Gil Gordon and his son, that brat. The brat. <laughs> oh, the brat. Oh, gosh. Yeah, they had, they had a little love-hate relationship. Uh-huh. Yep, yep, the yeah. brat. So the brat was played by Sweet Johnny McGovern for crying well, out Well, Sweet Johnny McGovern did a wonderful job. Oh, yeah. I was listening to a couple of Gildersleeve shows uh, last week, mm-hmm. and um, who was it? Craig? Yep, Craig. Yes, yeah, yeah, Craig. Craig was in two of them, and I thought, you know, if I lived next door to that kid, he'd be very fortunate to survive to adulthood. I I would be sorely pressed. <laughs> sorely pressed. Oh, my gosh. Oh. I, I think my, my favorite, I, think, I might have told you once, my favorite Gildersleeve, and one that I remembered from childhood, mm-hmm. uh, was the one where he was trying to trace his uh, family tree. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, that was and he said, you know, he might have been a pirate. Yeah. He went through a little of that. and he, he, All sorts of different professions. He ended up, found out that he re- related to a butcher named Gildas Schwab or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't pronounced Gildas Schwab. Something like that. <laughs> what a great story. <laughs> That is so super. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Good stuff. Oh, listen, I know you're on a short porch this morning, so I'm going yeah, to uh, excuse time. myself. All right. And I wish you a good evening. We'll talk to you Saturday. Thank you, sir. I hope you're doing okay, and maybe we'll talk to you Saturday. Oh, you can count on me Saturday. It's just today that I wasn't going to call up. <laughs> oh, well, I'm glad you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Bye-bye, Ralph. (laughs) You know, I don't know where these things come from. I'm just spontaneous. 714-545-2071. The spunky one is on the air. Hello there. You are on with Hermie. Hello, Tradio. Is Tradio on? Tradio? Tradio? Oh, oh, hello. Tradio, oh. would you please tell people what Tradio is? Because not everybody was up in the in the ungodly hours that we keep on Saturday. Yeah, that was pretty early, I guess, or late, depending on your uh, point of view. Uh, yeah, Tradio depending on your schedule. call in with one ads, and they put items for buying, selling, or trading on the radio. Complete with, with your own personal phone numbers, which freaks with, you out quite a bit. <laughs> it, it just, it really rattled my cage. I got shaken up by that. They actually broadcast phone numbers, and they tell what you've got for sale. And I guess you have to have legal stuff. I mean, you can't sell your kids or anything. But, um, you know, with, with reverse lookup, it, uh, you can do it on the internet without any special, um, you know, special equipment or, or um, memberships, and they can find out where you live and what you've got in your house, and just show up and say, "I want to buy it," and you open the door, and that's the end of you. I don't think so. Now, now you you were quite interested in some of the items for sale, weren't you? 
Oh, yeah. I mean, um, like a John Deere that didn't work. Americana, Patricia, what can I, I say? Oh, look at how much I have to learn before I, uh, what is it, 78, Ron, Ron says I'm 78? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, how many years can I have left? I bet you've never been on a hayride either. I have not. Now, see, you're missing quite a bit. Wow. He's missing what else haven't I done? Americana. I bet you've never gone wading in the creek. Oh, I have so. She has? Yes, I have done that. When you don't swim, you can do that? Well, in a little creek. I mean, you get water over your ankles. You, I mean, that's, that's kind of like the creek you're talking about, right? Well, I would think, oh, yeah. I would yep. think it's that's waist right. high. Yep. Waist Nothing better than waiting in a creek on a hot day. Yeah, waist high is okay. It's not over my head. As long as I can now, breathe, I I'm fine. I don't know if I recommend that in Florida these days with those pythons down there. Yeah, well, that's in the Everglades. We could lose our Patricia real quick. I know, I know. Yeah, <laughs> some, 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 she might be some alligator sandwich. I, we don't not, want that. Not to worry. I don't hang out in the Everglades, not to worry. You know, they have night tours where people gather at night, no lights, no nothing. You just have to stand in the pitch black darkness, letting your eyes, they say, get used to the darkness. I don't know how that can happen when there is zero light. Well, I guess off on the horizon, you get to see a little stripe. That's where the, the turtles are attracted. Well, but nice. Tonight would be the night to do it. It's a beautiful full moon out there. Well, yeah, um, on a full moon night, but when the moon isn't out, these people go out and they say, okay, you can touch this tree and see how nice it is and touch the lichen on it and the air plants and... Can you smell that? And I mean, they're in the Everglades doing this. I don't think so. I would think you would be could be a, a snack for an. Uh, yes. Do you have alligators well, down there? Sure. Oh, but Twisted has an alligator call, and she hasn't done that for the family I yet. I haven't done that yet for you. No, the last time I did it, I didn't realize I was being a stupid. <laughs> because. <laughs> The only time the alligator... Hey, alligator! Uh, yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, the only time I discovered you hear alligators grunting is the bull alligators grunting to let the females know they're on their way. Ah. Keep um, it clean. You know, keep it G-rated. Yeah, yeah. I know. I, this, I know. I know. So that's as far as I'm going to go. So if you have two bull alligators in the same territory, they're going to fight with each other. And here I am standing on the boardwalk in the middle of a of a um, wetland sanctuary, grunting at the alligator. <laughs> <laughs> this is not the smartest thing I ever did. So um, I'll, I will save my grunts for on the air when we need a special service one night. I see. So when 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 the audience is really low, lacking, you'll do the uh -huh. alligator calls. Yes, we can get away with alligator calls. Mm -hmm. Yes, mm -hmm. yes, we can do that. Mm -hmm. And then I would say, can you hear me now? Uh, can you hear me? Over radius there? with radio. We're gonna have to expand our. Uh our schedule and put on alligator grunting during maybe the four o'clock hour, maybe radio earlier in the night. I, I think that sounds okay. very perfect. 
alligator grunting is, is springtime stuff, we're probably moving out of grunting season. But I'll tell you, these bull alligators, they are aggressive. They are not fun to be around. And they will go for a walk looking for a mate. They'll cross highways. They walk into people's backyards. <laughs> this is the time of the year you, you get phone calls from people saying, could you come out and check my pool, please? <laughs> we have a visitor. But, um, yeah, they're here. We, we have lots of alligators. Mm-mm-mm. Well, and don't they show up on uh, um, golf courses? Oh, yeah, they love golf courses because you've got water hazards there, nice-sized ponds. Mm-hmm. And the ponds get fishies, and fishies are good to eat. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm just, I, I don't think I would feel comfortable playing golf on a course that hosted alligators. I, I just, I don't know. There's why the alligators, the maximum size an alligator gets, they will tell you, is like 14 feet. There was a 15 and a half footer on a golf course in, in my home area. Wow. And I just cannot, I can't get it through my head that people would just walk by and say, how you doing, on their way out to the, you know, to the to the green. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I guess if you lost a golf ball in that particular pond, you just didn't go get it. That was the end of that. I guess it had a lot of golf balls in so, the bottom. So, I mean, so you, oh think a, a lot, you think a lot of alligators got a few golf balls inside of them? I don't think inside of them, but I think they have the concession on used <laughs> golf balls. No customers, but the concession. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how are you doing out there? I'm doing fine. It's, uh, it was a beautiful day here. Uh, we had a little rain in the area, but uh, we, we had the uh, residuals of the storms that came out of Oklahoma, um, but the storms were fairly weak. We had one storm that had a bit of... Uh, Golf ball size hail uh, the other day. Uh, yeah, doing quite well. And, uh, yep, just uh, if I call in, I'd say hi. I don't want to take too much time. Uh, I listened last night, and I guess you're back on your uh, normal uh, Saturday night schedule. Correct. Yeah, because we're going to get fired. Going to get fired? What yeah. you do? Yeah, what do we do? running on the radio? Yeah. yeah oh, you know, well, it can't be because I haven't done it yet. Oh well, Am I, maybe just I'm getting threat. I'm getting fired for threatening. Maybe could be, could be. You never can tell. Well, we'll we'll still be here on Saturday, but we're getting fired for during the week. Oh yeah, I enjoyed last night. I tried calling in, but I just couldn't get through. Couldn't get through. Couldn't. Well, you'll have to be happy to do it on Saturdays from now on, because we got we lost our day job. Is what. <laughs> <laughs> We lost our day jobs. The only time I listen is when my when your night job interferes with my day job or something like that. You know, you you dog on people just will put people to sleep. No, we don't do that. You're the only one who goes to sleep in the middle of our show. Well, I don't know. And, I, and you call in and I say, "Well, did you listen in the last half hour?" And you say, "No, I fell asleep." That's right. You put me to sleep. See? Well, you're fired, too. See, you, you, you need radio. You need radio where I can call in and, and I keep 
keep track of uh, all the things that you, all the, all the products that you're selling. There you go. Golf balls and alligator pods. You know, you, yeah, you've got the whole shopping network. you got QVC. You mm-hmm. need Walton Patricia. There you go. Ah, see? This is good. Well, then, what is, what is the best item we could put up for sale or trade on Saturday nights? Mm, that's, a good question. That's, that's a great topic. Um, Alligator calls. <laughs> <laughs> services. Do you, are you able to sell services on a trade deal? Oh, sure. Carpet cleaning, you know, mowing, plowing. Okay. All right. So, well, that's good. So my service would be alligator grunts. Yep, that's right. So I'm serious about this now, Dan. Would you think about that? And understand, in in keeping in context, our show on Saturday nights, what would be an appropriate item to put up for sale, auction, or Actually, that would be a great topic for the family. If we we had Trader Radio, what would people put on the block? Think of something funny. Funny, Think of a funny thing that might make Patricia giggle. I'll tell you, you might take flat ads on the radio. You might... Put on, say, you know, you might have people call in or email in saying, uh, "Happy birthday, uh, Margaret, from your husband John, or whatever." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Renfro Valley Junior. Yeah, I like Renfro. Renfro Valley is nice. I like Renfro Valley. Yeah, anniversary, birthday, glad. In our paper, we call them glad ads. You know, just where you're wishing someone. You can buy and add in the paper and classifieds. Oh, you can wish that's people happy. Renfro Valley, or whatever. Renfro, Renfro Valley makes you send them in six weeks ahead. We won't yes. require that. Yes, you'd probably need that not that much lead time, probably. No, goodness, no. I wonder why they do. Hmm. Oh well. All right. Here's your question. It's a hard one. Oh no. Oh, no. Oh, it is. It really is a hard one. I'm so proud of everybody. You're just doing so well. Who was Brad Runyon? Brad Runyon? Uh-huh. He ate a lot of onions. Who? What? Onion? Oh, that's Walden being Walden. Funny. I was trying to be funny. Well, keep trying. <laughs> Brad Runyon. Uh, would that be relation to Damon Runyon? No, no, but that's interesting. No, it's not. Think of okay. a fa- think of a famous mystery writer. Hmm, famous mystery well, that, writer. Well, that narrows it down to seven dozen. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, I'm trying not. You're gonna <laughs> you you would me down if I get too obvious of a call, wouldn't you? Yeah. Okay. I would. I was okay. Trying- who was who was the hotel servant um, person who took care of Paladin. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I've heard I've heard this fellow before um, in passing. Mm-hmm. Don't know if I know that much about him, though. Do you know his name? I don't believe I know his name. I don't even know if I know the actor who uh, portrayed the fellow. Who, so, you know the actor? Don't know that either. You don't know that one either. I don't See, know that one you, either. No. You put yourself out and say, "I know this. I know this." No, I don't know that at all. 
Okay, let me see what else we got here. Hold on. We got good stuff. Who was Claire Brooks? Claire Brooks. Uh, Claire Brooks. Um, would that be uh, Claire Brooks? I know yes, it would be Claire is. Brooks. Okay. Would that be in relation to Connie Brooks? No. No? No, oh, these are characters. It. These are all characters. Claire Brooks is a character. Mm-hmm. Claire Brooks. I don't yep. believe I know who Claire Brooks is either. I'm not doing good tonight. Well, that's okay. These are really hard ones. Who was Marjorie Forrester? Uh, Marjorie Forrester. Marjorie. Uh, let me now. Um, was that Marjorie. Gilbert's niece? Yes, very right. good. Oh, very God. good. We only know these kids by their first names, and the last names aren't mentioned very often. So, yeah. All right, let me see where we are on your envelope. Okay, what's Mr. PV middle initial? Hmm. Anybody out there? What is Richard PV's middle initial? Mm-hmm. Did he have one? Yes, he did. Yeah, he, he did. did. Have, okay. Would it be the quintessential Q? No. Not yes, Q. He, he's okay. got it. He's got it. He did. What, what, what did you just say, Dan? I said letter Q. That's right. That's it. That's right. Okay. You're right. I didn't hear that. You're right, Dan. You okay. got that right. Okay. Absolutely. He was going to rob you. I know. He was. I know. I mean, good grief. Good grief. Good right. thing, Patricia, works right. out for the callers. You know those fast-talking California people? That's true. Like me? That's, that's right. Yeah, like me. You know, you have. Uh, that's why the audience is protected by Patricia. <laughs> sort <You know>. of. <laughs> sort of. Okay, what, what do we need to add to your envelope before it, it gets licked and sealed? Well, how about... Do you have any Beulah? I think I do. I think it's in my file of unusual shows. Beulah, yes. You will have okay. Beulah. Okay. Somebody ball for Beulah? Anybody call right. for Beulah? That's right. Yeah. Good old Beulah. That, yeah. That would be super. Yes, I can do that. I, uh, I've been looking at the, uh, the website you mentioned last night. Which was? New website. The, the new one. Yeah, the one that you found all those. Oh, the Radio Echoes, E-C-H-O-E-S. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ron mentioned that a week or two ago, and then uh, Kurt in Kurt. California mm-hmm. talked about it last night. Mm-hmm. That's pretty hot uh, stuff. Went on there and listened to uh, the uh, an Evening with Gracho with uh, Dick Cavett as a moderator. Wow. Like, oh, wow. Isn't that great? Oh, it was. It was a nice little uh, interview. I yeah. guess it was in the early 70s. Yeah, but, I guess. Yeah. When did, when, um, Dick Cavett, was, he was so good. I loved listening to Dick Cavett interviews. Um, he still yeah. does a blog for the uh, New York Times. For the New York Times. I get in there and I read it every once in a while, and his wit is just as sharp as it has ever been. 
he hasn't flagged a bit. He, 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 I have his agent phone number, so that's one of my goals to summer. To oh. Give him a call if we can grab him. Oh, oh pick me. Okay. You want that one? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Pick me. Will you uh, give a rundown when I when you have a chance of the upcoming interviews? Sure. Can you have a chance? I, I, I sure. I'll hang up if you, you want. You bet. We'll, we'll, okay. We'll do that. All okay, right. Okay, so, do it in I'm going to hang up let someone else get through. All right, Dan. Thanks for calling. Okay. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Have a good week. You Bye-bye. Bet. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So... Seven one four five four five two zero seven one. This is our short sprint show. Twenty six minutes to go, and we disappear. A real shorty, and everybody who's calling in this week is also. Um, I think we've got repeat offenders this week, though. Uh, Saturday will be the last Saturday for our monthly giveaway prize. Everybody who calls in has a chance to win. Hello who's there. there. Well, then I finally got through. You made it, John. <laughs> Hello, John. How are you doing? This is John in Maryland. Yes, I'm doing. I'm doing all right. That's good. But remember, the last time we talked about Hollywood reporters, there was one more yes. email that I couldn't get. I remembered it when I hung up, and I couldn't get back to you. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> That's Who is it? right, Maryland. Um, Elsa Maxwell. Elsa Maxwell, so definitely one. I was thinking of Sheila Graham. Oh, yeah. Well, I think that's a little later on. Uh-huh. But, uh... Elsa Maxwell used to have the parties and all for that. That's right. And she had her own radio show. Ethel, yeah. Elsa, Elsa Maxwell? Did? Uh-huh. No kidding. Yes, she really did. Of course not. You never kid me, do and, you? Well, mm-hmm. I do. I do what I need to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I and also, and also mm-hmm. believe it or not, uh, Ronnie Milstad's show has been on three times this week. The, the Lone Ranger. So the, I, I listened to the first one. Yeah. And I caught something in there. So I said, when it was on the, a couple of days later, I listened to it very carefully. Right. Tonto uh, played another part in the show without his Indian accent. Is that true? John Todd would do that once in a while. You're right. Yeah. I said, I have to listen very carefully, and that was him. <laughs> Actually, um, you know what other main role he had on another show? No. If one, of Trish, one of Patricia's great trivia questions. But he only had, the one that I'm thinking of, he only was on one time. Well, I thought he was considering the, uh, the, uh, Sergeant Preston's boss. He was Sergeant Preston's boss, but I think he only appeared one time. Hmm. And, and it could have been more than one, but mm-hmm. Sergeant Preston didn't report to anybody very often, so I don't know how often he would have been there. So how do I find, oh, 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 I'll go to Dan Golden. Dave Golden, yeah, Dave Golden. Yeah, and yeah. see. Um, but he definitely was on that show. You know the great story about John Todd, everybody. You you know what it is, John? About, he finally fell asleep. Yep, he just, he would fall asleep during the show. Yeah. And they had to wake him up in order to get him time to get up and do these lines. Yeah. You know that's that's a pretty good that's a pretty good deal. You can you get paid to sleep. You know that's not bad. <laughs> not. Yeah, bad. he was the one that. 
went from the beginning of the show to the end of the show. Yep. And as, he, I, as I recall. And he was a Shakespearean actor. Yeah. Sort of yeah. like Boris Karloff. He was, too. Yep. That's a good point. Good, Boris good point. Famous Shakespearean actor. Oh. Actually, I don't know if more people know... In 1938, John Bermos starred uh, for a summer season of Shakespeare's play. And it became a contest between NBC and CBS that they were throwing on their own, you know, highbrow, uh, you know, great play shows for a while. And that, so even when Shakespeare was found a home on radio. You are not going to believe this. Okay. Hold on to your bootstrap. Okay. John Todd was in every Green Valley episode. <laughs> Green Valley line? I don't know who he played. Oh, my God. He couldn't have been the, the hero, could he? Well, I guess the hero was the only guy who was in every show. That would have been John Todd. Oh, no. Oh, John, I am so sorry. <laughs> it doesn't change the fact that the show that stinks. That well, show stinks. Them. How could he have done this? <laughs> Did it for the money, Patricia? Oh, well, yeah. I guess. You know, w that would have been right because it was up in, um, w what do you call it? WXYZ. Yeah, that, that territory. Yeah. Oh, John. Oh, my heart is broken. Oh, and I got another one for you. Looking for bad shows. Mm-hmm. There was one called, <clears throat> Walden might remember this, I don't know. Never hear it mentioned. Life Begins at 80. I see that listed. Life Begins at 80. Yes. Um, I don't have any copy. Maybe Patricia can find a life. Life begins, begins at, at 80. 80. Tell me what was so awful about it, John. That's another one of them shows my mother used to listen to and I was forced to listen to. It. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, really, I really couldn't say what it was about. So you think it was awful because your mother made you listen to it? Much hmm. didn't make me, but I, I had to wait around until the radio was free. We only had one radio. <laughs> so... It's not that she made you, you just didn't have any choice. Right. <laughs> oh, that's what was funny. Your, what was your mom's favorite show? Oh, my gosh, she used to love Kate Smith. Uh, and, I, and I did, too. We're going to have uh, a, a brand new book out on Kate Smith, and I just got the phone number for, of the author, and we're going to be talking about Kate Smith with Patricia pretty soon. Yeah, and, and I this, liked her too. And this gentleman uh, wouldn't spend time at Kate House, so he knew her very personally. So it could be a lot of fun to. Yeah, I like to listen to that. Yeah. If I don't cry. Uh, oh gosh! Oh my goodness! That you know, woman had such a wonderful voice. And to think about it, everybody, this is the 75th anniversary of God Bless America when she introduced yeah, right. it to America in November this year. So. Yeah. Hopefully somebody will recognize that. We will. You bet. Yeah, I, I sent Patricia a tape of, of the, her singing that, that radio program. God bless oh, the, America. The YouTube link. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm just really surprised we don't have that many complete of her radio shows. We I have know. Just a handful. Mm. And she was on the air from 1931 to 1958 on a regular radio series, you know. From so why the, do you think that happened or didn't happen? Well, I imagine her manager, Ted Collins, didn't bother yeah, to preserve, preserve the archive, would be my guess. Well, a lot of the shows that we have are from people who record, like you, you record mm-hmm. off the radio. Yeah. And they haven't surfaced either. Yep. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Her show was popular. Or oh, was it? it was wonderfully popular. And she look what she introduced to America. She was responsible for Abbott Costello. Yeah. She was responsible for the the Aldrich family. You know, her mm-hmm. her radio show was the platform that got some some of the great shows and personality people love. And she was on television too. She had a television show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Sure Gee, what a shame we don't have so much left. Mm, really sad. Okay, John. I have entered I life. Too. It's I have entered. <laughs> life begins at eighty is now on my list. I will see if I can find some of those shows. Um, but in the meantime, I think we need to give you some kind of a trivia question so I can add okay. something to, because your envelope, I, I, op- I had actually reopened your envelope. It was all sealed up, and then we talked this week, and I said, oh, why don't I just go ahead and add it? So I went ahead and I added it. Okay. Uh, so I have to give you, hold on, I have to give you a question. Right. Just to remind well, everybody, looking at birthdays, uh, ro- t- tomorrow would have been the anniversary of Rosemary Clooney's birthday. That's right. And you know why I know that? Why? Because tomorrow's my birthday. Oh, happy birthday, John. It's your birthday tomorrow? Yes. So... Oh, John, we didn't know. Patricia, <laughs> Patricia, put that on our birthday calendar. Everybody... It's- Patricia, they keep track of birthdays around here. So the family... Patricia keeps track of birthdays. Yeah. But I have to know what to write down. Gee whiz. So, John, are you going to have a a dessert tomorrow? What's the game plan for you? Well, not really. We're not too much of that anymore. Okay, okay. So. Well, we'll be singing it for you. There you go. Yeah. Well, Walden, you're going to be on tomorrow, I'll be right? on. You bet. Yeah, so you have to sing Happy Birthday. Well, with the Gassmen, who are really terrific singers, we can do a great job. We'll have a, that would be wonderful. We'll have, a, we'll have a guest at the top of the show, and then after that, I'll, we'll have John and Larry, and, and I'll try to help out. And you'll, you'll get warmed up. You All bet. right. You bet. Okay, John, here's your question. All right. Who was Harlow Wilcox? Harlow Wilcox is a radio announcer. There you go. And which show was he most popular or most prominent on? He's on so many. Mm-hmm. I know. Which one do we listen to a lot? Wilcox. You might have me on this because there were so many. Harlow Wilcox. Well, name one. Hmm. Harlow Wilcox. 
He loved Johnson's wax. <laughs> well, you know, that, that gives it away there, but yeah, Harlow Wilcox with Johnson wax. What yeah. am I thinking of? And what was Throwing the show? The and Molly. What think of some of the other famous shows he would announce her on? It's a great he uh, he, he was he what other famous shows? Well he did suspend. Right, did suspend. Amos and Andy. Right, Amos and Andy. Yeah. John help me here. Mm. He didn't do Gildersleeve. Nope, didn't do Gildersleeve. Actually, he did. He did the uh, he did the first show when they were sponsored by Johnson Wax. Yeah. Crib cheese commercials. That's right. Um, he did Baby Snooks. That's right. He did. I haven't listened to Snooks in a million years. He did. He did Mirror the Town. Well, it's Lionel Barrymore. Yeah, Mirror the Town, Lionel Barrymore. Yeah, he also did Truth or Consequences. He did. Yes. He did everything. He did everything. Sometime, I think... He was on a lot of them. Uh, as Frank Pesci said, at some point, he you could he was least on one main show every night of the week. <laughs> and running from parking lot to parking lot, yeah. probably. Yeah. Oh, dear. Okay, John. Any more questions? I got yeah. one. I got one for you, John. Tell me, who... who what what two famous brothers were probably the best announcing teams out there in radio history back in the 1930s, 40s, and 50s? Brothers. They were, they were brothers. Brothers. And I'll give you a hint. One with the announcer for the Bob Hope Show, one, the other one with the announcer for Lum and Abner. The new Lum and Abners or the old Lum and Abners? The, the uh, 30-minute Lum and Abners. I think you got me this time. Okay, okay. I can leave that out there for people to think about that. What probably the most famous brother team that were announcers? They were based out here on the West Coast. Uh, Is they, this one where we're going to say, oh, I should have yeah, known that? Yep. Yeah. Really? Yep. Do they have the same name? Yes. They I'm have. Kidding. Yeah. I could go through my, my whole list that I know, my little list that I know of. Yeah. Well, John, you started... Jim and Michi and Don Michi, but that wouldn't be right. Well, of course, they were actors, of course, you know, Jim yeah. and Don. They, they weren't announcing together. But these guys were strictly announcers. Um, John, are you there? Yeah. Okay, I've got Gildersleeve uh, started in your envelope. Do you want to keep going on Gildersleeve, or would you like something else? Well, there was, uh, during the war, Norman Corman used to come out with some really good shows. You know, these uh, documentaries. Yes. Uh-huh. And 13 uh, by Corwin. and Sure. Yeah. I, I used to like those. Okay. I'll see what I can find with Norman Corwin. I know I have some. You know, so they were I'll, very I'll, patriotic programs. That's true. Very much, yeah. He he did a lot of those things. Okay, I'll see what I've got in my files, and I'll dig them out. All right. Okay, John, thanks for calling, and happy birthday. Hey, thank you very much. All right, happy birthday, John. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So John from Maryland and Rosemary Cooney share the same birthday, May 23rd. That's a Rosemary Clooney day. I have a Stump Walden question. Can we sneak one of oh, them in? Oh, I bet we can. 
All right, my Stump Walden, Simon Templer, the saint. Yes. Had a had a pet peeve. What was his pet peeve? Um, I don't think he liked being disturbed while he was eating. That's exactly it. Yes. Hello How there. You? Hello there, Carl. You are on the air. Hi, Walden and Patricia. It's Edwin. How are you? Hey, hey. Well, hi, Edwin. How in the world are you? I am wonderful. I am wonderful. I uh, well, we knew that. Know a couple answers to a couple of the questions. Oh, you're oh, dangerous. Boy, okay. It's hot tonight. Okay. I can hear it. The announcers um, were Jim and Ken Niles. You're close. Ken Niles and the other one. Think of the other first name. I thought his name was Jim. Nope. It's, it's another... It starts with W. I'll give you a big hint. Oh, okay. Ken Niles and his brother with the announcer for the Bob Hope show. Yeah. yeah I, I, and uh, it starts with the letter W. Uh, I think he, I think he gets credit for knowing that it was. Oh, I, th- I think you're right. We'll give him a prize for that. But Kim, uh, the first name? Kim with the announcer for the Woman Amner show. You bet. Oh, okay. Yeah. He did other it stuff too. What oh, really did he do? Uh, and I believe that they, if I'm not mistaken, I believe that the Niles actually appeared on the Jack Benny show. Yes. Yep. They did. Um, and uh, it was interesting because they both did. They did, and then also Ken Niles, the announcer for the Abbott Costello show. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, I will put people out. It's Wendell. Wendell Niles and Ken Niles were both announcers on radio. They I never would have guessed that name. Yeah, Wendell. There's, a, there's, another, there's another name you don't hear anymore. I mean... No. Wendell. You, you got Oliver Wendell Holmes. Right. And Wendell Wilkie. Right. I'll bet that's where he got his name from. I, I would think that's a good chance. Well, maybe people are so uh, anti-Microsoft that they don't want to give their kids that name, <laughs> even though it's spelled differently. <laughs> Wendell. That's a, that's a bad joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lordy. Oh, Lordy. Our people do come up with stuff. So how are you doing up there in the middle of... Chicago that has now thawed out. Oh, it's wonderful. The last couple of days I've been at a seminar that uh, I'm having to do for work, so I haven't been out too much. I've been stuck in John Marshall Law School here during the day, but it's it's been very pleasant. It's very nice. And then today I went out and had a whole day planned out. Uh, to do stuff related to my dog. I took him to the eye doctor and I was going to take him to the groomer and Patricia, maybe you can relate to this, but uh, planning a grooming trip for my dog is like when you wash the car. Oh, yes. It's going to rain. It's just dramatic given. So we had rain this evening and we're expecting to have rain tomorrow. So we, we, can, we canceled the hairdo? Pardon? Did we cancel the hairdo? Uh, no, I just, uh, I'm going to take him tomorrow, and I'll just make sure he doesn't okay. run down outside. Doggies have to have a do for the summer. 
Well, actually, it's the opposite. I knocked out his dew. I just shave him down so he can deal with the heat. So he's got a do now. He's got an afro. <laughs> I forgot you got a poodle. Oh, that's funny. I forgot that it was a poodle, right? You, you dog is a poodle. It's a, yeah, it's a standard poodle. Correct. Okay, I, I say correct. Of course, it's correct. It's your dog. And what's the name um, of your and what's the name of your doggy? My dog's name is Kinsley. K i n s l e y. Kinsley. Boy, that's a regal name. Mm -hmm. It's a very regal name, and people ask me where I got that name from, and I, I tell people that uh, when you go to the school, pilot dogs where I got them, the dogs are already named, so I don't take credit for it. But I remember when I got home, I was talking with a lady friend of mine, and she asked me, what's his name? And I said, Kinsey, and she says, how appropriate, because that sounds like the name a chauffeur would have. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's yeah. good. Bring the car around, Kinsley. This is good. Yeah. This is good. Kinsley, it sounds British. Yeah, it Kinsley. Is. Kinsley Square, does that sound right? Kinsley. And my last name is Rodriguez, so Kinsley Rodriguez. It's like Kinsley Rodriguez, this is good. <laughs> Kinsley, Kansas, no. Kinsley Rodriguez. Actually, oh, my like un that. my uncle, my my dad, brother Kinsley, and but we we just we always shorten it. We always call it King. Mm -hmm. That's how we always it was always Uncle King. Yeah. So that's how we did it with with my well, uncle. Well, one thing you guys could have fun with one mm -hmm. Saturday night mm -hmm. if things get boring or something. <laughs> uh, the fun you can have uh, asking people. This question, what's the first name of the first dog you ever had mm -hmm. and the name of the street you lived on? Okay, or, or uh, how about we can make it pets. I can tell you my first dog, mm -hmm. uh, I had, you know, I had a speech problem and I named it Puppy, but it came out Pucky. I couldn't pronounce those two P's. So, and I lived on Notre Dame, twenty-three ninety-one Notre Dame Street. What I remember, I think I was born on Notre Dame. So that dog's name would be how would you how would you pronounce his name now? Pucky. Well, if we now pronounce, I could get the two P puppy. Oh, so no, 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 no. But the way you pronounce it would have been it would have been Pucky. Yeah, Pucky. Probably the way it would be P U K Y. Pucky. And the name of the street. Notre Dame. Pucky Notre Dame. Yeah, Pucky okay. Notre Dame. Yeah, that's a very royal. Yeah. Very, very royal. Pucky is, I don't think that's going to make the Queen's list. <laughs> it All just right. isn't, Walden. I'm so sorry. All right, Patricia, what was the name of your first kitty? My first kitty? Mm-hmm. Was Miss Muffet. I, I like Miss Muffet. That's a good name. And what street did you live on? When I had the cat or when I was growing up? No, when you had the cat, Miss Buffett. When I had the cat, it was... Gee, I can remember the street that went into it. I forget. <laughs> oh, this is terrible. You had to, drive, had to drive Magnolia Street, and when you got to the end, if you kept going, you'd run into my living room. Uh -huh. um, but I can't remember what my living room was on. Oh my gosh! 
Oh, how but embarrassing. She, then she has to stay Miss Muffet. Yeah, she has to be Miss Muffet. Did she eat her cream and puffet? What was the rhyme? Curds, curds and little Miss Muffet sat on her tuffet, tuffet. eating her curds and whey. Along came the spider and sat down beside her and scared Miss Muffet away. Very What's good. a tuffet? Is that her butt? So, uh, no, a tuffet is a little pillow. A oh, good okay. grief. No. <laughs> <laughs> Please tune in to Educational Radio on Saturday nights at 10.30, and we'll do repeat performances of this. Um, you can also find out how to get your very own file of really awful shows that play on Friday night at 10 o'clock. And then we'll find out what a tuffet is. Okay, I'll get out of here in case someone wants to call in before the end of the show. All right, Edwin. You are too much fun, Edwin. Thank you okay. for the tuffet. Oh, my. Oh, my. We really do have some oddball things in fairy tales and nursery rhymes. You're right. Well, our family, our family called Patricia because she's our teacher. Good thing she can take the class to Literature 101, which we all need help in. Hello there. You're on the air. Guys, how's it going? Good. How about you? I'm, I'm, I'm doing pretty good right now. Who is this, please? Um, hey, Paul. Yeah. Hi, Paul. Hi, it so, doesn't sound like you. Hi, Patricia. Why don't you tell me? Yeah. What are you guys doing here? You're not usually on on Wednesday. I know. Night, well, right? Bill, 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 Bill gone for uh, Bill took a couple weeks off, and so we are pig sitting, and we got three minutes to go. Okay. Okay. So, uh, but no, yeah, Bill, Bill, if Bill and Kim went up to California on vacation. And they just got back last night, so they asked you to take care of tonight. So, okay, boy, that was longer than three days, wasn't it? I, they were gone 12 days, and then Bill was sick for about three weeks. But, hey, he sounded great. He went to work this morning at 7 o'clock this morning after flying last night. So he was just a tad tired. I would say so. I would think that was probably the case. Good grief. Yeah, all right, so what's happening on that end of the country in California? See, you have to be in California to get all of this good stuff. Nobody comes to Florida. Hmm. Uh, Don't worry well, about me. I'll be fine. Not much for me. Not much for me. I just woke up and uh, saw the time and thought, oh, man, I'll listen to Bill and, and Handy. Well, and uh, you found you found. I heard you guys and smiled, and there you go. Luckily, got on. And here we so, are. I'm just and, sitting here with some Cheerios right now, just eating them dry. <laughs> another one with dry cereal. Babies eat dry Cheerios. Who you know, does babies? You, yeah. Yeah, babies. You see them in high chairs, and they sprinkle Cheerios on the little table on their high chairs, and they love them. And I don't know why. I think it's because they can pick them up in their fingers. Yeah. And they they just get so dainty with their little fingers, and they pick it up. So. Mm hmm Well, Paul, we're going to ask you to call on Saturday. Because time for us to leave. Because we're on our honor to do this on time. Right. We don't have to. We don't have to be on time on Saturday, but we've got to be off by midnight. On uh, weekdays, and we are right up against the wall here. Very good. Give so, us you guys, it's nice to hear your voices. 
Thank you, Paul. And I'll hear about your new board later. You bet. And and um, see you later, guys. Good night, okay, Paul. Okay, Paul. Thanks for calling. You bet. And Patricia, say good night to the family. I have to say good night to the family. Thank you for being with us. We'll be back on Saturday. That's fair warning. Good night, Walden. Good night, Thank you for letting me come out and play tonight. We love you being with us, Patricia. Good night, everybody. All right, I'll call you right back. Okay. JAWS for Windows is ready. Welcome to Skype. Press insert plus H for a list of JAWS hotkeys that can be used within Skype. Skype trademark 18 Walden.Hughes. Patricia Hewitt, phone number. Do more with Skype.